Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men. Welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. My name is Mike Frazier, MD, and I help high-achieving men save their marriage. So today we're talking about how to listen without trying to fix it. So as a high achieving man, you know, you're used to, if there's a problem, go fix it. And a lot of times that happens with your wife. She comes to you and tells you something that's going on and you want to try to fix it. And then she gets frustrated and you're wondering why. So today we are going to learn what to do instead and where to direct your mind instead of fixing it. So I want to share a client win. So this is a guy I let in early to the updated system of the strongman system, the program that I use to help guys save their marriage. So he says, Dr. Mike, I can't tell you how helpful day 23 was to me. It was like the light bulb went off. It was spectacular. Now I feel I have the tools to have a successful life and to really get to know me, let alone my wife. I'm so happy that I invested in the system. I can't wait to see what you come up with next. Guys, I love reading stuff like this. I love to see your your confidence come back, your ability to connect with your wife in this way. Uh, and you can do it. You just have to learn the skills. So listening is really, in my opinion, the forgotten communication skill. You know, most people, they know how to speak, but most people are actually very poor listeners. And as high achieving men, we can fall into this, right? Because we try to go into that fix it mode more. So by becoming a great listener, you really are setting yourself apart as an elite man. And if you're trying to save your marriage, this is one of the biggest, biggest things you need to be doing is really trying to listen to your wife, okay? Because when you are a great listener, you are that Lamborghini, that Ferrari, that Prince Charming, like you become the type of person, the type of man that a great woman will want to be with. So here are some common listening mistakes that we make, and mostly they have to do with our intention when someone is talking to us. So one of them is listening with the intention to respond. Okay. So, you know, somebody comes to us and starts talking about, um, let's say money, right? So like, oh, hey, I got this, this new stock tip. Oh yeah. So you listen to that and then you're like, well, you know, I think this stock tip is better, right? So the intention here, you're, when you're listening to respond, you're actually not trying to understand them. You're trying to be heard. Okay. You want your opinion heard. Okay. If someone starts talking about their church, but your really intention is to kind of convince them that you are right. Right. So you, you let them talk about their church, but then you come back and you start talking about your church or politics, right? They start talking about what they believe. And then you start talking about what you believe. And your intention is just to be heard by them. Okay. So the other one is listening to argue. Okay. So sometimes these can kind of mix together. So to respond might just be like, well, you know, they tell a joke and then you tell a joke because you want to be heard, right? You don't want them to have all the attention. Okay. Listening to argue might be more in those sort of like political or other things. And really the intention here is one up. As high achieving guys, we often want to prove that we are superior to the people around us. It's kind of part of what drives us to be high achieving guys. Okay. So we have to watch out for that in our interactions with our wife. So when you're listening to argue, really your intention is to one up the other person to prove that you're right and she's wrong. So like with politics, oh, you think this way, well, that's stupid, right? This is the way it should be. Or with religion, well, you think that way, well, that doesn't make sense. Here's the way it should be. 
Okay. So your intention really is to put the other person down, bring yourself up. Okay. Now this is useful sometimes like in business and sports and other things like you're competitive. You want to be the best, right? Unfortunately with a marriage, it doesn't translate. Right? It doesn't work well. You don't want to be trying to beat your wife at, uh, you know, being married. The other thing we do is finish other people's sentences, right? Assuming we know what they're talking about. Again, the intention here is to, you know, one up her, prove you're just as smart or smarter than this person that you already know what they're saying. My son does this a lot. So he's, uh, you know, turning 15 and he'll just kind of like, Oh yeah, I know, I know. So he's not really interested in what we're saying. He just wants to prove that he already knows what we're saying. I'm sure actually, I know I did the same thing as a teenager. (laughs) So the other thing, and this is what we have to look out for, right? Is listening to fix. When we jump in with a solution before it's actually asked for. Okay. And now the intention here, sometimes it is just to help. You have a problem. Here's a solution, right? But you have to watch out, right? In a way that's still kind of one up, right? Especially if we're jumping in to fix it before someone wants, asks for our help because they're probably not going to listen to our solution. And sometimes we're in that mode, like, oh, you're telling me all these problems, but there's such an easy fix. Like, why can't you see it? You're kind of an idiot. Like, this is what you should be doing instead. So again, it, it comes down to the intention when we're listening. You know, are we trying to just respond and be heard? Are we trying to argue? Are we trying to finish their sentences? Basically, are we trying to be heard and prove that we are smarter or something else. (laughs) So, you know, again, these don't work because they're more about you than about her. Okay. So the listening to respond to argue or finishing her sentences, you know, they're all self-centered and again, fixing is sometimes that one up response. You know, you got all these problems at work. Well, just do this. Duh. Right. Why didn't you think of that? So the problem is when we're trying to do this, our solution is sometimes the wrong solution, right? Because we didn't really take the time to listen and diagnose what's going on before we actually give an idea. Also, she's probably not really ready for it. Uh, In the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, he gives the example of like if you went to a doctor, an optometrist, right? And he said, I can't see very well. I need glasses. And then the, the... Doctor just gives you his glasses, like, here, just wear these. And you're like, well, these aren't working that well. And then you're like, well, they worked for me, right? You know, you wouldn't like that doctor. You wouldn't really trust them. Um, Same idea here. When we just give an idea without really taking the time to deeply understand the solution and wait till she asks for feedback, because this is what we're going to learn today. A lot of times your wife doesn't actually want a solution. She just wants you to listen and she wants you, she wants to feel like you actually understand her. Okay. And the problem with, with all of these, right, is they ignore a huge psychological need, which is understanding. Okay. Your goal when your wife comes to talk to you needs to be understand her. This is the solution. Okay. As high achieving goal oriented men, a lot of times we think fix it. You know, that's the, that's the goal, but instead just direct your mind to this. I need to understand her at a deep level. Okay. Stephen Covey even calls it psychological air. He calls understanding psychological air. So consider wherever you are right now, what would you do if all the air was sucked out of the room? Okay. What would you do? Would you still be listening to this podcast? 
No, right? You'd be breaking windows and trying to get out. You wouldn't be in a place to, you know, do anything except try to get air. And so this is what happens, right? When your wife comes to talk to you and she wants you to understand something, but you're just trying to respond or you're trying to fix it or whatever, like she's going to keep kind of clawing and fighting for air, or she's just going to give up, right? And go to somebody else that hopefully understands her better. So here's what you do instead. Again, this principle from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey seeks first to understand, then to be understood. Okay. Give that psychological air to your wife. So again, the intention here is just to understand her. You have to see her as equal to you. Okay. And maybe, maybe, right, even more knowledgeable about whatever subject she's talking about. But more important than that is she is definitely more knowledgeable about than you are about her own thoughts and feelings. And that's what you're trying to understand. What are her thoughts here? What are her feelings about that? Okay. So the technique as far as how to implement this is reflecting back to her, the content of what she says and the emotion. In other words, what's she kind of thinking or what's the situation that brought it up and what is she feeling? So pretty simple, but very powerful. Okay. So thought and feeling. So your intention to understand her when she's talking, you want to reflect back to her what she's thinking and feeling. So let's do a quick little exercise. So let's say your wife comes to you and says, I'm so tired of the house being a mess. What's maybe your first reaction to that? So before learning this skill, it might be something like, okay, I'll clean it up. Or it might be, well, you know, the kids messed it up. Or it might be, well, I guess we can hire a house cleaner, right? You might jump straight to let's fix the house, right? The problem is you'd miss an opportunity and you didn't do what we're talking about. So (laughs) a good reflective statement. So she's like, I'm so tired of the house being a mess. Reflect. You're frustrated that the house is messy. Right. Then what's she going to say after that? Yeah. You know, it seems like no matter how hard I try, everybody messes things up. Okay. So now again, you might be tempted here. What would you say in response? Okay. No matter how hard I try, everyone messes things up. You might get defensive. You might say, no, we don't. Or like I told the kids to clean up yesterday or, you know, stop blaming me. You know, you mess stuff up too. Okay. All of those are going to take you a wrong direction. (laughs) So instead, reflect back thoughts and feelings, okay? So she says, it seems like no matter how hard I try, everyone messes things up. You could say, you feel like your efforts aren't appreciated or respected. Now you're getting to what's actually going on, right? Now you're actually diagnosing. So now she says, exactly. You know, I know you guys are busy, but I'd just like some help. When she starts feeling, when you notice her getting like more relaxed, you know she's getting that psychological air. So, you know, she's like, I'm so tired of the house being a mess. You know, she's activated, right? But then when she's like, yeah, exactly. Listen, like, I know you guys are busy, but I just like some help. You know, she's calm, right? She's feeling open. She's got that psychological air. So again, now you might be tempted to jump straight into, okay, well, we'll help you clean, right? That's kind of where this is going, but there's still time to reflect back some more content and, and feeling, thoughts and feelings. So she says, exactly, you know, I know you guys are busy, but I just like some help. So you could say something like, you want to feel like we support and respect you by helping you clean up. And again, exactly, right? She's like, yeah, that's right. You know, thank you so much for listening. I feel like you really understand where I'm coming from here. You know, and then what do you think we can do? 
So now she's open to actually some ideas about fixing it. But before, she really wasn't. It wasn't going to go a good direction. You were going to get defensive and all of that, right? Now you might think, well, we could have just bypassed all of this and just, okay, so she wanted, she wanted things clean. You know, I'll just start cleaning or I'll hire a cleaner. You know, as a high achieving man, sometimes you want to skip all this, right? Problem is it doesn't work, right? Because what she actually wants is understanding. She wants psychological air. Okay. When you give her that, now you feel connected. Now you have that communication that you want, that real intimacy. Okay. So let's do another sample conversation. The other thing too, like when you go through all this, now this, whatever solution you come to, it's something you can both agree with. She's relaxed. She feels like you really understand her. You get her. And here's the thing. She's going to feel way more connected and attracted to you because you did this with her versus like, oh, I'm so tired of the house to be mess. Okay. Like I'll clean it. She's like, yeah, I guess that's, yeah, thanks. That'd be great. But you missed an opportunity to really connect with her at this deeper level. And it doesn't take that long, right? Those are like four or five lines, but they make such a big difference. So let's do another sample conversation. So let's say your wife comes to you and she says, I'm so overwhelmed with work right now. What's your response going to be? So this is a skill I'm working on too, right? And doing more of and really noticing the the difference in my own marriage. Um, So I might say something like, well, you know, take a break or, you know, well, let me help you do this or let me run some stuff to the post office or whatever. Okay. But that would miss an opportunity. So instead, what would you do? Okay. You reflect the thought and the feeling. You're feeling like work is too much right now. It's like, yeah, you know, I've got a big project coming up. I'm managing a new team member who isn't doing a good job. And my boss is breathing down my neck. So now she's opening up more, you know, she's sharing more of the stuff. Women want to tell you what's going on with them. Okay. And the way you connect with them is by doing this, reflect back thoughts and feelings. Okay. So again, here, I got a big project coming up. I'm managing a new team member, my boss breathing down my neck, especially if you're like a business guy, you might be going, okay, like I'll help you with your project. And here's some tips about managing that new team member. And for your boss, you know, here's some things you could say for him, right? You might want to just jump in and give her some suggestions and solutions, but again, you've missed an opportunity. Okay. She doesn't have psychological error yet. You're not really sure you're diagnosing them. You're, you know, giving the solution for the right problem. Okay. She already has some ideas. What she wants to feel is like you actually understand her and that you're there supporting her. Okay. So instead you might reflect back like this. You're busy. You're not getting help and your boss doesn't seem to appreciate your work. So now she feels, oh my gosh, he's actually listening to me. So she's, she's like, exactly. I just wish people would recognize the work I'm doing. Okay. Now you've got to the core of it, right? Now she's telling you what's really going on. Okay. Because if you're up here on the surface, oh, well, do this, do that, you know, here's some ideas. You've missed the opportunity to see what's really going on, which is she doesn't feel she's getting the recognition she'd like. So then you you reflect back again. You want, you want to be recognized for your hard work. And then she says, exactly, right? Do you feel like I'm doing a good job? You know, now she's open. And so you don't want to jump in and give solutions and advice until she actually asks for it. Okay. That's a big key here. If you're doing that, you're not getting to understanding first. So just reflect thoughts and feelings back until the person asks for some input, right? 
So she's like, do you feel like I'm doing a good job? And then you're like, absolutely. I'm so proud of you. You know, you're doing great. And then she might say, well, what do you think I should do about this? And then you can, you know, give some of those, you know, some of your ideas, right? But not first. Okay. First it's reflect thoughts and feelings, content and emotion. So, you know, in these sample conversations, right, they're only like three or four lines long, but how many times did you want to jump in and fix it instead of reflecting back? Like for me, even doing this, like I could definitely see myself at almost every turn wanting to go into fix it mode, but instead we want to go to that understanding mode. Okay. You would have missed the main concern in each of these situations. You know, you would have been dealing with the surface level instead of what's actually going on, not feeling appreciated, not feeling respected. Okay. When you understand that now she's like, okay, he gets me right. He's with me. He understands me. And you have that connection. And that's very attractive to her. Women will often say, well, to be sexually uh, you know, attracted, I need to feel emotionally connected. This is it guys. This is the, the, the magic is when you can reflect her thoughts and feelings back to her. She's like, wow, he gets me. We're connected. Right. And that creates also a sexual desire in her. Okay. Here's what you got to understand. Often listening is fixing. You don't need to do more than that. You know, she's, she's saying all this stuff's going on at work, but that's not actually the problem. What the problem was is that she didn't feel respected or appreciated. Right. And so when you can give her some of that appreciation and affection, now that you understand that's the problem. Now she's like, man, he gets me and he's really doing what he can to give me what I need. Right. Which is respect and appreciation in this example. Okay. A lot of times women, they just want to be hurt, you know, and that in itself is the solution. You know, it's a different way of thinking, but an important one. Okay. If you can suspend that desire to fix everything and just understand, Hey, the best thing I could do actually here is really understand her, reflect her thoughts and feelings back. You are golden. You're ahead of 99% of men out there. 99.9, let's say. (laughs) So Now, again, you don't have to, this is important to understand. You don't have to agree with what she's saying. You just have to understand it and respect it. Okay. So, you know, my wife and I just had some discussions about our beliefs about God just yesterday, just last night. Um, And she, you know, she was telling me, I kind of just feel kind of disconnected from you lately. And some of it had to do with this. And so, you know, we discussed and, you know, I didn't agree with some of the things she was saying, but I could see how it could make sense. Right. And I could see how those beliefs could definitely work, you know, for her and and create a good experience for her. Right. And I was able to express mine and she took the time to understand mine. And so even though we didn't agree at the end of that, we both felt understood. We both felt connected for that. There's more attraction than, you know, than before. So these conflicts, you guys, they can turn into more connection if you have this skill, right, of trying to understand. If you don't, you know, it just turns into more uh, separation, more disconnection. But if you can reflect back thoughts and feelings, really deeply try to understand where the person's coming from. um, Yeah, you've got the keys to a great marriage right there. Understanding it brings intimacy. Intimacy is knowing someone deeply and being known. That's what this is about really knowing and understanding your wife at that deep level. So to do this, what skills do you need? 
Okay. You need some emotional management, especially if she's starting to complain about you, right? You need to be able to calm yourself down, redirect your mind to this idea of uh, understanding. You need that mental and emotional strength to direct yourself back to the goal of understanding versus fixing. It takes some practice. You need the ability to see her opinions as equally valuable as yours. Okay. You don't need to feel threatened that her ideas are different than yours, or you don't need to feel like you're better than her, that her ideas are stupid, right? You need to see those as equal. You need the communication skills of listening. Okay. The ability to recognize and reflect back the emotions of others, which usually that starts with understanding your own emotions better, right? You can see them in other people when you can see them in yourself better. Okay, the ability to get to win-win agreements if necessary. So like with the the example we gave here, like with the house stuff, you know, you might need to discuss and get to an agreement that uh, that you both feel good about. Okay. Again, that comes back to valuing yourself and valuing her equally. Okay, you need patience, right? To keep asking those questions until you get to understanding and until you get to, to win-win. So you're gonna learn all of those skills that are necessary to save your marriage, build up spiritual, mental, emotional, and sexual strength. So you feel great about who you are and you're extremely attractive to your wife. You know how to communicate with her at this deep way. Okay. You're going to learn all of that, everything you need to become the type of man that will attract a great woman to her in the strongman system. It's going to open next week. I know I've been kind of pushing it off, but I've been really kind of making this the best it's ever been I'm really ready for you guys as high achieving men to come in, get to work and become that great man and save your marriage by becoming the absolute best, strongest, most attractive version of yourself. So if you're not on my email list yet to get updates of when that comes out, join the email list at mikefrasermd.com and listen next week. I'm going to go through a presentation about it and uh, you'll be able to join starting next week. All right, guys. So stay strong, men. We will see you next episode and head over to mikefrasermd.com to join on the email list. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.